Nice. Welcome to another edition of the Comedians Table. It's a brand new show on CFIS FM ninety three point one. Reg, ninety three point one. Um, the Comedians Table. Well, it's a bunch of comedians sitting around a desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a padded desk. At least. Table, um, and we're just talking comedy and whatever comes to mind. Because at every comedy club that I've ever been to, there's always been a comedians table where we all meet, we sit around, we we chat and catch up and BS and bust balls. You guys know what busting balls are? Uh, <laughs> it's like making fun of people, but in a nice way. Teasing, the yeah. worst <laughs> sport in Thailand. It's like good bullying. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I wanted to recreate here at the, the radio station because, well, I missed you guys. Aww. I missed you too. Aww. I missed the comedians table, hanging out with the comedians. And today we have... Devin Flynn. Oh, Kylie Lewis Holmes. <laughs> and Dale Erstein. How you guys been since last episode? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Sweaty. Sweaty. Eating a lot of burgers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eating a lot of fast food is not good. I got to quit, folks. I don't know what's this wrong with This is news them. to me. I'm Tell hooked. me more. I'm hooked. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they got me. They got me with the ads. They got me with the sales. What, I got the app. I got the rewards. What delectable, <laughs> affordable burgers have you been trying lately? I've been days? trying. There's that new McDonald's one. Plug for McDonald's right now because they need the money. Um, There's the new BK or no, sorry, that's Burger King. Dale, come on. Um, Stop, you're confusing me now. It's it's sensory overload. Yeah, it's the new one, the uh, barbecue, the barbecue quarter pounder. It's got like barbecue chips in with barbecue sauce. McDonald's, yeah, it's great. It's so good. And you get that with a Sprite. Mm, Sprite hits you so good. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's Sprite is next level. Different, different. There's something about. I was reading about this because I was like, what is it about McDonald's? Uh, products and it's like science like the straw is built in a certain way that it like hits your taste buds faster and they got a special coke too that's like 10 times more the syrup than a regular coke in the can and don't even talk so about that's why soda. that's why i'm exposing no. mcdonald's right now <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're, their coke is like better because you notice it is better it's because yeah. they pay for it to be better it's yeah. science have you guys heard my mcdonald's joke oh no yes. i haven't Tell heard us. it no, I, I can't. No, don't. T- not at the table. Oh, uh, I compare it to... Because I, I went a long time without having McDonald's. Yeah. And I had it once. And I compared it to having a one-night stand with an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. That's kind you know, of what it it's is. It's familiar. It's easy. It's cheap. Exactly. It's, it's, it's greasy. Yeah. But it tastes good. <laughs> and then after it's done, you feel like horrible. Yeah. You feel like the worst person alive after. You're like, why did I go back? And I had to go to the hospital. Yeah. And Brian oh, wonders no. why McDonald's You got to tell your family, I wrote, your I wrote, wife, I, what you did. I wrote that joke well, at McDonald's. <laughs> I'm holding a burger and, you know, I'm just kind of looking around the food court. And then I look down. There's all this grease pooled on the on the paper yeah i'm like oh this reminds me of my (laughs) ex-girlfriend pretty much i used to work at mcdonald's when i worked there i was eating double because it was like i would steal it for one (laughs) for two when you weren't stealing it you were getting it 50 percent off with their like coupon code which is was a nice hookup mcdonald's gave you actually and you can actually use that all around to every mcdonald's like if you worked there and i went to like you know vancouver mcdonald's i still whip up my card and they gave me 50 percent wherever i go it was pretty cool hookup you know oh did they take that card away with the uniform uniform? once you quit dale it's been 10 years quit using that they give you a sticker it's like a stamp you got to get it the monthly because Uh, they know how many people quit and leave but when i worked there i would steal it constantly and like eat it constantly and i just turned Mm. into like the most disgusting person and here you are today i know here i am now see i i didn't have mcdonald's until i was 18 and the first time i had it i puked like uh and and i did it again right (laughs) (laughs) i I did it again again. (laughs) 
I don't have a McDonald's story. No. <laughs> you, you just, just what about the McDonald's pizza? Remember well, there was McDonald's that time pizza. I went through the drive-through in person. By the way, they hate that, but we made it happen. I know. You oh, just got to not be a jerk. I've done it on a bike. Before. I see people do it all the time. In Toronto, it's a big thing to go to the McDonald's drive-through. And I would see people as I'm driving by. I'm like, what is this person doing? And they're like, just... Like, bro, we just want to give you money in exchange for food. Why yeah, do we the, need to bring a vehicle into this? <laughs> Literally. In America now, they got like like they got the McDonald's app, right, which is good. But in America, they have like sports betting for free food. So it's what? like you can like bet on hockey teams and basketball teams. And then like if your team wins, you get a free Big Mac meal and stuff like that. They oh. need to bring that stuff to Canada oh. here. Okay. So sports story. betting for McDonald's. Uh, sports uh, speaking bet- of betting yeah. on food. So there's this restaurant <laughs> in Victoria. It's called Floyd's. Uh, Floyd's Diner, I believe. Yum, yum. Uh, you can bet on your food. So if you flip a coin and you call it your meal is free. Damn. If you lose, you pay double. Oh, uh, means some for uh, is it is it a oh. choice or no? You, you get to choose. Or, or sorry, it, it is an option. You just so pay not only straight, that straight. Yeah. So we did what was the uh, called the um, the chef's special. Basically, chef will make you whatever he wants. Could be a basic hot dog. Could be waffles. Could be a chicken. Could be a burger. We didn't know, but we were all feeling very adventurous that day. So me and my three other friends, we did it, uh, and it was fifteen dollars. So at the end, uh, when everything came out, we got this amazing, fully loaded hot dog. That was one person. The other person <laughs> wow. got like a uh, triple decker hamburger, Ugh. all the fixings. Another person got like a loaded quesadilla. I can't remember what the fourth was, but the chef went to town. Money well spent. It was quite the surprise. Wow. So, uh, the, did you gamble? We did. We all decided after talking over the amazing food, we're going to risk it. <laughs> uh, long story short, each of us won. We no, called you the coin. Said, you just said money well spent. Or uh, sorry, it would have been money well spent oh, okay. for the fifteen. Sorry, okay. um, but yeah. So potentially a hundred and twenty dollar bill because if it was fifteen dollars each, if we each of us had to pay double, that's thirty dollars. He's times four of us. Uh, three three people, potentially, oh, it would have been a hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, with taxes and that, you got to hit we that GST. We had to pay mm. nothing. We still tipped in the Zero. end. We get because we're like the okay. food was too good, but it was an experience, and we're we're. At, when we won the coin toss, we're high fiving each other. We're <laughs> chest bumping all the while, thinking this waitress is gonna get fired. Yeah, I know the owner in the back is probably like, oh, yeah. you know, could you imagine his face? Like a table of there was three Just of you four guys, of us. four of you guys. I would have been like, uh, uh-uh, uh, ain't no way. <laughs> have you guys ever tried to enter like an eating contest or anything? Like I that? have, and I am. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm not as skinny as you, Dale, but uh, I can't eat. I yeah. can't eat like I can't eat contests. I can't nothing. eat anymore. I tried like entering a steak eating contest in Burns Lake one time at the Panhandle, and I just failed right away. I started filling up on bread at the beginning. <laughs> Bad idea. That's and where then you I was went like, wrong. Oh no! I, bread I and hops and oats and yeast. Yeah, I know. And, oh, I'm next like, thing now I'll enter this contest. No, I'm, I'm always watching my figure. Yeah, I'm always. I'm, I'm always watching. I'll her enter figure. a drinking contest <laughs> for sure, yeah. but not a, not anymore. I tried entering one of those like contests where like you. There's like a pool full of ice and then you all sit in it and then, you know, whoever the last one out wins the prize. And I was like the first one out. I was like, nope, this is too cold. And there's like little children. And That's stuff your that limit, I'm like, no. Mr. I'm going to be on Jerry Seinfeld when I grow up. Jerry Springer. 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 Jerry Springer. Did you guys know, fun fact, Jerry Springer, uh, a lot of their guests were from Canada. I did not really? know that. Jai Harris. What? Yeah. Vancouver comedian was on Jerry Springer. 
Springfield. Yeah, a lot Spring of them came from Spring Alberta, like parts of Alberta and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Canada's but he's like an wild. actor. He like like a lot. Of, it's, we know it's fake, right? Yeah, we do or know it's fake. Staged. Some, yeah, some of it staged is staged to a degree. But yeah. Jerry was such a good public speaker. In case you guys didn't know, he he was a politician. I, he was a politician. He uh, until that uh, scandal. Oh yeah. yeah. No, prostitute. Yeah, uh, was right. That, was that before or <laughs> after he was? Apparently, he was a mayor. Yeah, he of a was city. the mayor. Yeah, was. Cleveland. And that's or what something? happened. The prostitution scandal happened. And they made that show after. Or before? Well, if you loved us, Jerry, you should have known better, man. Jerry just Jerry. then to the invite Wendy her Williams back on your show. show. Oh yeah, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry just did Wendy Williams. Jerry is lit. We, like, yeah. We're all oh no, he's. About I him. love Jerry. He's, he's a I like his new buddy there, Steve, the Steve Wilco show. The other oh, one, remember the security the guard? Bald guy. The bald guy's yeah. like, I can do this better. Yeah, he oh. where he gets mad, he throws a chair. Yeah, time. the memes. I, yeah, I love <laughs> his show. His show's got the memes. Yeah, his is best. I don't mind Maury too. Maury's pretty good, but he's a little slow now. He's just yeah, Maury's slow. It's not as exciting. He just looks. You can tell Maury's not into it anymore, and he's just like, well, let's read the deal. DNA results again. <laughs> he like, he, and it's he like, like man, a sassy Dr. No, no Phil. Fun. Like he had his moments, but I'm like, yeah. I want to see Phil throw a chair. Yeah, I know. No. You want to see Dr. Phil get mad? Oh, no, Dr. I think Phil. Okay. Dr. Phil is not a fan. I'm, I'm not a fan of Dr. Phil because I don't feel like anyone got help. They just got exploited. No, that's yeah, why I want him to throw a chair I mean? yes. up the entertainment. The, the, yeah, ca- so the Cash Me Outside girl is a millionaire. Bad baby. Now. Yeah, but that's, that's what's crazy to me. And it's horrible because I know girls like this and they would never get off that way. They would be called ghetto and, you know, ostracized, but that's just the way life is, right? And then she's just like, yeah, okay, okay. Okay, let's not do this. She was (laughs) not ostracized. As a black woman, um, I just like to say I'm not here for it. Just like I'm Did you hear about her making connection. a million dollars in a day off the OnlyFans the yeah. second she turned 18 or something like that? Yeah. One million dollars. What does that say about society? <laughs> terrible people. How many we men have been waiting? It's like people. it's like Britney Spears's virginity when yeah, we were coming that up weird. that people were trying those, to buy it. Those twin girls that were on Full House. Yeah. There was like a, a website with a countdown. The oh, countdown. yeah. That was she's are becoming 18. Mary Kay and Ashley. And look at them. Now they're like 36 and they look 100. Like okay. they look terrible. We will we will levitate trash. Because Can anybody see that new Full trash. House they have? I didn't, uh, the Fuller, Fuller House, House on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The Fuller House. Listen, was I don't. Rebooting mm-hmm. is terrible. I think that if we have it, let's leave it in the past and let's try something yeah. new. And I feel like somehow Hollywood and all these, they're not giving anyone else a shot. It's like, no, we're capped out. These are the people. I think it's just because they run run out of ideas. Because they won't give anyone new and fresh. Like, you know what I mean? And a chance. I think that's changing. Well, because people are making their own studios. Tyler Perry built his own studios. Like, you have to build your own studio and be like, I'm here. Right? Like, Dale and Devin are like, I'm just going to say this. (laughs) You guys are, I don't know. I'm not trying to... I, I've always, always admired Devin's writing. Devin is an incredible writer. Like he can, he can sit down, formulate, write, and do that. And Dale, same. He can write in his head and just be amazing. Like just watching them do what they do. I'm always like, damn it, I'm not that Thanks, good. <laughs> damn it, right? This but you guys are incredible. Love. You guys are Thank incredible. You. And I love watching the both of you. And it, and, it, and it was really nice to do that show with you on Thursday. And it was, it's always, it's always killer to do shows with you, Dale. Thanks, I, I think we Likewise. perform a lot together in the beginning. Yeah. Right? And now. So I, I just, I wanted to tell you guys that. Oh, that so because we, I, I, I kind of started with Dale and it's just nice. I and Brian, it, well, thank you for we, having me. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
he's in, he's in your graduating class. That's, yes, what, that's, what, that's what me and Gaskin, Chris Gaskin call it. There are people that we started out with. Yeah. They're yeah. in our class. Wow. Now, now that I've been doing it for so long, there's very few of us that have actually lasted. Yeah. Which is kind of sad, but it shows who's really dedicated so, to oh, it. Oh, yeah. I think... Who else is in your class? Like, who else started uh, with you? Who else is in my class? I would consider Cody Malbuff in my class as yeah. well, okay. because even though he started a bit before us, yeah. I consider Cody... Uh, Ne- no, Neil, I'm sorry. Denim is in our class as well. Um, Darren Guest yeah, is Darren, in our yeah. class. Uh, Monita, Monita is in yeah. our class. Neelam. Cor? Cower? How do you say your last name? Who? Monita. Monita, I, I, I don't know. Kapoor? Kapoor. No, it's yeah. K A U R, isn't it? We need a car. Well, we'll, car. we'll get car. it right. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll get it right. But we don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be canceled so these, so for not saying it right. So these are like all the right. <laughs> sonar comedians. Well, we. I think. I think I, I was just ready to get on stage. I always knew I wanted to do it, but I'm glad that I did when I did, when I had kids and I had the family because my story is very scary. I was 18. I went to Yuck Yucks in Toronto and they booed the two comedians before me. And I was like, all right, so I'm going to go get my life on. I'm not going to do this. I never went on stage. And then I came here and the four kids and the life, it, it was easier to have stuff to draw from. Because, you know, I, I wasn't on there competing with the Tinder jokes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Your first time was here in Prince George? The first time I went on stage was here in Prince George to do comedy. And it was Was it crazy. an open mic? A contest? No, it was, we had the contest. It was like the first of the contest. And my son had basketball. We had the big snowmageddon. Oh, yeah. He was playing basketball. I went and picked him up. Remember I went, I met Dale. Actually, yeah, Dale was the first. Was the fr- <gasps> That's why we're so tight. I met Dale the first time. We were yeah, both nervous trying it out. It was snowmageddon. I and got... like hundreds of people showed up. Too. Yeah, and then crazy. I left. So a lot of the comics didn't meet me until after I left. And then I had my kid in the vehicle and I ran on stage and I did my show and then I ran out and I left. <laughs> Who's the guy with the one eye? Alex Sparling. Alex, yes. Was Alex Sparling the host? Yes, Alex okay. Sparling was the host. I, I, I must have been there because... Um, <laughs> Alex, I, I, I was at Nancy O's that night. Just, okay. Just down the street from Sonar. I think you were there, yeah. You were and there. right before I was about to leave, Alex turns to me, Alex Sparling, and he goes, hey, how do I how do I pronounce your your name? I'm like, Yes, and why? then you went on stage. Mm-hmm. I went after you. I was like, yeah. why? He goes, well, I'm bringing you up first. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because yeah. I, I didn't get a confirmation from the owner of Sonar that I was performing that night. I put my name forward, but he never replied yeah. back. I didn't know I was on the show until... Alex told me, hey, how do I pronounce your name? Because I'm about to bring you up. Oh, dang. But it was, I, I think it was fun and I'm glad that it took So I must have time. missed your act because I, I went straight to Sonar. To Nancy's. Nancy's. Yeah. Were you, were you in the contest? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So Met these fine folks. Brad Webb, also in our class. Oh, yeah. He's there. Is everyone still doing comedy? I, I, I think for the most most part, yeah, because yeah. we just don't have the stage time now. And I feel like that's I think one of the things that's very hard to deal with. It's that like um, the cutting of, you know what I mean? And like the, the onus, like when you're in a small market, you know, you get those little bits of stages like you yeah. don't get a chance to be working all the time. So you're constantly like I work on my kids and they let me know that mm-hmm. I'm. I'm not going to yeah. be famous. And the pandemic so. did not help anything. <laughs> I, I, no. was, I was listening to this audiobook. It's called 
we had a little real estate problem. Yeah. It's about the unheralded story of indigenous people and comedy. Yeah. And there's a comedian in, in New York City. He's a indigenous. He gets on stage 12 times a week. Yeah. Six, wow. six, night, six nights per week, twice a night. Yeah. Damn. And does like however, however long. It takes me six months to get that much time. Right? <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think <clears throat> that was the thing I learned like when I started comedy, like after that competition, I was on stage every yeah. weekend four it times. And then I, yeah, and then I would run to Nancio's and run back yeah. on a Friday night, open up at Sonar, go to Nancio's, get on stage and run back so that I could get that yeah. stage time. And that's what kind of pushed me it was fun going that hard, and the pandemic kind of flattened everything. So yeah, it was. Well, Sonar's also not here anymore. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, but we were. I, I think I was getting ready to be gone. Not think I had shows booked and stuff was like really gearing up to get going, and then, boom, pandemic. Were you guys yeah. still writing during the pandemic? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to write a few. Did my quarantine set under quarantine? <laughs> did you guys do any Zoom shows? I did a couple of Zoom no. shows. I did two of them, and they were they were, they were all right, but they were. Yeah. Kind of just strange. It was just people trying to. Some of them would have it on mute, so then you couldn't tell people are laughing. And I was like in my room, so then my wife and all them were like, "What are you doing in there?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm on a. I'm talking to people in Manitoba on a, on a phone, and uh, it sounded like I was cheating or something." But I think it's fun for just kind of shooting the shooting the BS. But it, it's comedy for comedians, and you're really lacking the audience. And most of those shows are comics. Yeah. So occasionally there's uh, free shows or even paid shows. They have the occasional audience member, and it's nice. But it's just not the same as the live thing. And pretty much everybody agrees to that. Yeah. But it's better than nothing. It was comedy for comedians? Yeah. yeah. I, I think so, I just lived. You know what? I didn't. I wrote one joke during the pandemic. It's hard to write jokes during a pandemic because there was just kind of nothing going on. So yeah. it was like... Well, no, eh. it, yeah. Well, you know how when you write a new joke and the first thing you want to do is take it to the stage... Oh yeah. yes. When that part of the equation Ooh. is taken from you, yeah, you don't even feel like doing the first part. That's, yeah, I know. That's it. I just be but like, the joke, kids. but the joke that I did write was killer. <laughs> I don't know, the, the quarantine jokes I had had my girlfriend doubling over in laughter, but she might have also just been puking her guts out because of COVID. Oh, geez. she got COVID. Actual. COVID? Yeah, that's what I said. I, I said I wrote my quarantine set during quarantine. That wasn't a bad. Oh, you wow. Oh. No, I caught it, and I wrote a whole set about. Wait, you got having. the real COVID itself? He got yeah. the real COVID. No and way. He's still here. <laughs> oh, kidding, yeah. kidding, guys. That's just a little bit of Omicron. Wow. How was mic. it though? Oh, it sucks. It hits you like a truck. Damn. But we're not here to discuss, you know, that thing that's ever present in our lives. Oh, oh yeah. But what I'm getting at is because you were saying. Flagged. Well, Dale, you were saying uh, there's nothing to really write about. I politely disagree, my friend. There's lots to write about. Oh, God. Uh, I the inner self. TV. I checked my inner self a lot. Self. I checked my <laughs> inner self a lot. I think yeah. that was that was so important. And then my inner self was a drunk and I was like, I like her. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then she had to get were, it together. Were you, I was drinking while you were writing. No, it was, I think it was hard. For, it was drinking? hard for me because I um, I learned a lot about myself when I moved to Prince George because I've always been an outgoing person with my group of people. And when I moved to Prince George, a lot of things like I lived out of town. So now I have to conform to the people around me. I'm used to being how this is who I am. <clears throat> I don't care about anybody else like my tribe will find me. And I really took a deep look. Now I bought a house in town and life is more balanced. And I, I, I looked, I really took a strong look at my life. 
I changed a lot. I, I changed a lot to be happy authentically, right? And not to blend in, right? I didn't buy a plaid shirt. No, I'm just happy, <laughs> happy authentically. Can yeah. can comedians do that? Uh, yeah, I think I think it's it's deep though, because I was at a point of breaking and i really had to look at myself and be like this is why these things happen and i checked it off the box and i fixed i fixed what i think i could and now i look in the mirror and i'm like okay i like you okay all right you know, there, you're you there are some comedians that refuse to go to therapy mm, because they think they won't be, funny won't be funny coming mm-hmm. through it's better yeah it's better because you can be true and raw. I think that's what makes my comedy so like I'm telling you this. This actually happened. That's actually how I got my well, boobs. That is actually what my kid <laughs> said to me. This is actually. Yeah. Kyla, right? do, you, do you remember when we did that set down on uh, on first uh, the day I found out I had anxiety? <laughs> you bought me a shot and like i was manic but i was slaying i like i blacked out for like a minute i'm like what just happened she's like devin oh my god was that all true you, yeah, yeah that's that's uh, my, that's my coping mechanism fill, fill me in yeah oh uh, found out you had anxiety? <laughs> no uh no. i went through some real rough uh workplace stuff yeah. uh dealing with like mental health and just kind of had a breakdown when i officially got diagnosed with anxiety and i'm aware everybody's got it's like the worst yeah. fight club ever you don't have anxiety unless you tell everybody. <laughs> You've got. But anyway, it, it was a hard thing for me to swallow. Just like, wow, something's wrong with me. Better go to my show. <laughs> like I was literally writing stuff in my head as soon as I left the doctor's office. I'm just like, uh. nope, this is gonna be funny. This is gonna land because I need to get this out. Of my head. <laughs> that's and then you what run into is that, is that what happened? <laughs> that's that's exactly you, what happened? happened. You had a good set. He oh, I was killed just it. Manic. He absolutely murdered this and and i think when you get your true self and you can be that open it's a next level high that yeah. it's like you know what i mean it's a next level high it's not it was just a high, for me it was also like i like comedians Needed. i need to get this out of my head i'm dealing with some <laughs> negative energy i'm going yeah. to turn it into something positive and it well it was. when uh this year when my dad passed away there well, i had a show booked in, in at bulkley brewery this like three weeks after, and Dom was like, oh, "Do you still want to do it? You know, you just, Dad Dominic, passed away. yeah, uh, Olivier, Olivier, yeah, Olivera. Olivera. yeah, and we were. When you mentioned someone's name, yeah, full name, and then so then I was like, people were like, oh, should you do it? Should you do it? And I was like, I was still like messed up because I had to go through my dad like not only having this aneurysm, but then he had surgery, and then he was told he was supposed to survive the surgery. And then he didn't survive the surgery, and it was just this big, crazy buildup. And then I had a show in like two weeks, and I was like, I don't know if I can do it. And then we finally, you know, dealt with the hospital, dealt with the cremation, and I had a show in a week, and I had not practiced any jokes, not written anything because of this. And then I went on stage, and I was like, man, I'm going to fail, and everything. And, but everyone was there, and everyone supported me, and I just nailed it clean, and it was good. Nice. That's and it. I was like, I, was <laughs> like, I have to do it for my dad because he would have been upset if I didn't go on stage, so. I had to do it, but it, the whole bit, like before that, I was like, I can't think, I can't eat, I couldn't even eat or think it because of not a even McDonald's. Yeah, not even McDonald's. <laughs> not even McDonald's. And I was like, how so am I gonna do McDonald's this comedy set? I'm, I'm going crazy, but somehow it just got it out and it was good. That's and just nailed it clean and in front of everybody because everybody was there to support it. So that's our outlet. Yeah, that's what it is, man. You get there. Have you felt that, Brian? Have you felt that like? Had a bad day, then getting on stage. And then made you it just... all better. Mm, not that I can think of. one <laughs> off the top of my head. No, you yeah. haven't had that like, like that breakthrough. I think it's... You know what? I, it's almost orgasmic. Yeah. Honestly, Cathartic. it is. 
yeah like therapy yeah it is because you <laughs> you get there and you just like oh boom yeah. you explode and your heart's like oh, okay yeah you know i think the problem is if you feel the need you have to tap into that every single time like i feel like it's almost dangerous so was it that like very a, dangerous that night you were describing was that like a once in a like i've never event? been able to tap into that kind of energy and i considered that night a positive experience but for yeah. me like because if you go chasing that high almost you might have to resort to like a lot of comedians are have to do drugs and alcohol, drugs and alcohol. to hit yeah. that uh mode and i think that's where the danger lies yeah, is. That's yeah. True. it's so true. i used to have i used to love taking a beer on stage if it was free, yeah. <laughs> if it was free, <laughs> and I, I always felt like I was just a little bit looser. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, and I felt like a little freer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know but exactly I, I, what I you mean. I don't even drink anymore. I, I had my last drink uh, New Year's Day this year. Oh wow! Nice. So. I can't even. I used to be one of those people that needed to, but yeah. like smoke up and do all that, and now it's like it's it's sobering natural i find that i'm funnier and i can be like oh yeah i remember that yeah but let me tell you if i have a sip of wine the show the house is going (laughs) (laughs) why doesn't prince george have an open mic anymore um i think that we just have to come together as a community at of comics and do that i feel like here i I just want to be honest with everyone for a second i feel like we cut ourselves off because we play this game of and and i didn't like this in the beginning and i always said to myself i'll never say anything negative about anyone so as comics you guys can ask any other comic i've never said anything negative about anybody i'm always if i don't have something nice to say i'm always like well you know what he's a good guy or she's a mighty she fine, right? Like, I, I feel like it's <laughs> important that we, we're a team. And, and what happens is we try not to work together. Everybody's trying to be a star, right? And I think because we don't support each other and we don't look at the craft as <clears throat> we should all be getting stage time to get to this level. And um, that's very hard in a smaller town because I know comedians that are in Toronto and how they do it. It's so different. They all work together. There's no, well, this person, that person. And the person that's actually booking is not a comedian, right? Like there's an actual booker. So that comedian doesn't have that person's friends or this, but they're not deciding your fate. You know what I mean? It's a booker that's like, okay. And then all the comedians are like, well, we're all going to do that. So all the locals and they share a lot of the things because I'm in some of their groups. Right. And they're always like, oh, Kylie, when you're coming, we're going to be at the coffee shop or when you're coming, we booked this show. Like I actually got to perform for my dad's company based on that when I went back to Toronto because of how they work. I, I find here it's we're not a team yet. Everyone is just like not there what's gonna have to happen to change that i think donuts no yeah i think i think we just yeah i think we just have to get together and be like okay well this is the show we're gonna get this room and we're gonna work hard on doing it and i think if we start small as in a coffee shop and not a club because you start in that coffee there's a new coffee shop in town actually and the owner was talking about it ritual yeah and so it's uh it's actually right down the street street. and he was talking about that it's just getting in third avenue (laughs) Yeah, well, no, it's just down the street. Off. Virtual coffee? Room? Yeah, it's, it's by the Panda is Express. During, is it open late? Well, I think it's open at a certain time, but if you're working on the craft, that's important. Yeah. Victoria Street. Victoria Street. There we go. <laughs> there we go. 
So I, I think that's what we need to do. We need to just get that. Mm. And I, I feel like once you get over that, like, okay, I'm the best, right? Yeah. And it's like, let's work on the craft. I think that we can really produce some serious, serious challengers to any comedy cra- crown in Canada. Yeah. What's the population here? 80,000? Yeah. yeah. What about Kelowna? 110,000. Okay, so a little, a little bit bigger. bigger. A little yeah. Bit. But their scene is so much better than... Because of that thing, because David oh, yeah, Cup, David Cup, that's what it is. They work together in that idea to build the scene. You have to build something. You have to have a foundation. You can't be like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And yeah. yeah. Rising tides raises all boats. Exactly. Listen on that. Money ruins <laughs> families. Money ruins... <laughs> 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 Where are you guys next in the last minute? Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything coming up? Uh, not yet. Probably like February or something. Take a little break. Yeah. Start booking it's, some stuff. Yeah, it's I'm break going, time. I'm going to Mexico next week. I'm going to look for some open mics. Oh, oh nice. nice, nice. I'm going to Vancouver to a uh, Canucks game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm also going to attend the Matt Bill Memorial. Game? Okay, Matt Bill Memorial. Um, so this has been another edition of the Comedian's Table. I'm your host, Brian Major. Today, this week, my guests were... Devin Flynn... Kylie Lewis Holt. Dale Erstein. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Brian.